Hey everyone, welcome back to Elevator Pitch. My name's Cody. I'm Tim. Welcome back. Rickety Elevator, you know the deal. It's an elevator. We hit the stop open button. You're gonna you're gonna get on it. We're gonna have a good time. That's it. That's all I'm gonna do this okay, week. Okay, that was mild. That was mild. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I, I appreciate mean, that. You know? I mean, yeah. last time I did it, right? And we did like a two-hour podcast afterwards. So I feel like we might do another hour, hour and a half. So I'm trying to keep it a little bit more in the low key. That's fair. But I'm still going to do it every week. That's fair. Um, but yeah, welcome to Elevator Pitch. This is the uh, the podcast where uh, Tim and I pitch new movies, TV shows, video games, spinoffs, you name it, uh, to existing and new franchises. Um, today, we're covering a topic uh or I, I don't know if it's a, if it's a topic we're 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 covering a franchise that is um uh what's the what's the best word it is sensitive it's a sensitive Likely it's a sensitive controversial yeah. in some ways um we're going to be pitching our ideas for shows set in the wizarding world universe uh based around the concept of the orrs um Potter. yeah the, the world Harry, the harry potter wizarding world um so we understand that there are s- several people quite a few that cannot separate that world from she who must not be named um i i get that we respect that um mm-hmm. we just ask that you respect the fact that we can mm-hmm. um the world is bigger to us than the person that happened to write it. Um, and a lot of people have taken over it from her in some aspects. Yeah. You know, obviously that person is still compensated in ways that is true. Yeah. Um, but she's almost not involved in anything. Anymore. Yeah. At this point, um, we have our own personal feelings and we won't get into it. It's just, uh, we can separate the world from her and we still actively enjoy that universe. Um, and so we're going to pitch shows based on that universe. Uh, if, if this is not the episode for you, that's totally fine. Uh, you're not going to hurt our feelings. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Just um, please don't land blast us for doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, you know, and, and if you do that, that's fine. Uh, all, all I'd say is, you know, m- this doesn't support her in any way. You know what I mean? Uh, we're not making money off of this. We're not making money off this, and this is literally just fan fiction based on a world that. So I was real talk. I was I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, me and Cody's podcast is essentially we just sit down and write fan fiction every yeah, week. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You take in what people do on like. <laughs> like blogs and just made it into a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um yeah, so that's that's all that's all we'll go there. Just just know that uh we appreciate you regardless and uh and we respect we respect everybody. Every you know, me and Cody also feeling. have a stream. We yes. have a stream. We also have a Discord. We like to have a safe place for everybody to feel like they can be themselves. Yes. So um we just also like Harry Potter a lot. Yeah, that's that is what it is. Um, and again, it's just we separate that from her, and and if you can't, that's totally fine. Um, so that being said, uh, we are pitching horror shows uh, set in the Harry Potter 
world and the wizarding universe um yeah so yeah um if you don't know what a or is or haven't read harry potter or i don't they kind of briefly touch on ors and fantastic beasts and the original harry potter movie themselves not so much the harry potter movies and books as you know in the books, Harry, I don't think he mentions it in the movie, but in the books, Harry wants to become an Auror. Yeah, they don't, I don't think they ever touch on it in the in the movies. If they do, it's very, very briefly. Um, but yeah, that's his aspiration in the whole yeah. books is to become an Auror. And, and it, essentially, an Auror is the magical equivalent of somebody that battles dark wizards. Um, they're kind of like pseudo-police. They are. The they're, they're wizarding police. In a sense, like in a very, very basic nutshell, they yeah. battle dark wizards, which in the Harry Potter world is they're they're the police. Well, he uh, in the I think it's the epilogue. Um, it's either the epilogue or the cursed child. I, I can't remember, but he does become the head of the wizarding law to, law enforcement. Yeah, and so speaking of which, like like we do in this podcast, everything that's happened that has been deemed canonical by she who must not be named, um, and Warner is, Brothers. It, Warner Brothers is canonical. So the Cursed Child is canonical. The Fantastic Beast movies are canonical. Whatever happened in Hogwarts Legacy is canonical. If it plays off in any way, I don't know what your pitch is going to revolve around. Mindset in like uh, modern day, like to like 2023. So anyway, all that stuff is canonical. So whether you think the Cursed Child or the Fantastic Beast movies should canonical they are and i and haven't i with. haven't seen or i haven't seen the play and i haven't read the screenplay. i read the book I, i've read the screenplay yeah, the, I, I thought the screenplay was actually pretty good i don't know why people hated it on it it's probably because it was a screenplay and people don't want to read screenplays probably but i liked it and yeah. it had to deal with time travel and stuff and i like time travel i think that's cool yeah so um, it almost felt like the person who wrote a cursed child was writing fan fiction when you read it well it was co-written by she who must not be named and uh i think two other people one or two other people okay. um, i mean it was good i enjoyed it if you if you haven't read the screenplay i would give it a go it's not so, like if i was rereading the series i wouldn't reread a cursed child again but like having read it and knowing what happens i was like oh, that's pretty cool if they did that yeah uh i think i've got it i don't know maybe one day um but anyway uh yeah i think in a nutshell ors are magical detectives um yeah, they they fight dark wizards, but like I feel like just given context, dark wizards is essentially any wizard that breaks the law. Yeah, I mean in the Harry Potter books, it's like the evil forces, but it's really but that's the, dark, those are the people that break the law. But an or like they're they're the police. They go yeah. after like ordinary wizards that are breaking the law. Kind yeah, of thing. that they're the ones that arrest people and book them. Send them to Azkaban. And, yeah. Well, they don't send them to Azkaban. They get tried. Yeah, they get tried. And, and, you know, I'm sure that there are lesser prisons other than Azkaban. Like, I'm sure there's, like, a county jail. You know what I mean? Like, um, they are, they are in effect, wizarding Welcome police. to the Hogsmeade County Jail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Can I go get them Weasley boys again? <laughs> uh, Sorry. As far as I know, from my, my research into the, the epilogue of, of Harry Potter... Harry becomes the head of the wizarding law enforcement. Uh, Ron becomes an or. And no, so it doesn't happen, and not in a cursed child. It doesn't happen. 
no. So Harry becomes. So here's what happens because it's gonna be. It's gonna revolve around my pitch. So I'll tell you what happens in, in, in to them in a cursed child. Okay. Harry becomes a head or. Oh no! I, sorry, I got I got Ron wrong. He he became an or, but then he left to work with George, right? Yeah. So Harry's the head or. If Ron came an or, he doesn't mention it a whole lot, but he he leaves to run the Wizarding Family Leases or whatever. Yeah. And then Hermione becomes the Minister of Magic. Uh, so from what I saw was that Hermione went to work for the Department of Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures. She later became yep. deputy head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement. So she was like underneath Harry. And then she worked closely with the Shacklebolt, Kingsley Shacklebolt, who was a minister until like 2018 or 19. And then I guess became minister. She becomes a minister of magic okay. and a cursed child. She's the minister of magic. Okay. So it is canonical that she becomes a minister of magic. Okay. And that's important to my pitch. So, um, okay, cool. So, so I, so anyway, go ahead, Cody, you with your pitch. Yeah. So before I get into my pitch, I somewhat screwed up careers. We're just going to assume that like, while Ron works at Wizards Wizards uh, Wizards Weasleys Wizard Wheezes, I can't I I hate that name with Triple every dub. every fiber of my being. Weasleys Wizard Wheezes. I hated that in the book too. I was hated like, oh, it. that's a. I have cool. dyslexia, and it's like that is mm. the worst. Okay, so, um. We're just going to work in that he still does the odd job for Harry. Okay. <laughs> he, he's like a PI. Yeah, he's like a PI on his off time. He's a PA. He's a private order. Yeah, because uh, he he's in my final battle. That's cool, dude. Hey, whatever you want to do with it. Um, but okay. Uh, so here is my order I mean, show. let's be real here. Let's be real here. If Harry needed him, he'd, he'd come. He'd come, right? Like yeah, he'd come. Okay, so I'm doing an or show as if HBO was doing it, uh, because they would be the ones to do it. Would because Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, Um, yeah. uh, I figured it'd be like an eight episode series or season, probably an hour hour long episodes, the typical HBO show. Uh, So (laughs) I can't tell you how (laughs) before I get it. I tried so hard not to do like a a silly episode, and I was just gonna like. I was going to go into like this deep thing and then all of a sudden be like, and then the 24 clock starts counting down, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Um, so the show opens, um, you see a series of suicide bombings, but in air quotes, like you see, you see people run into buildings with like vests and then massive explosions. And it happens all around the UK. Um, as these happens, the the camera pans out uh, into like a CIA station, uh, and there's an agent watching the news with a bunch of other agents, uh, and analysts, whatnot. And then you hear an explosion in the distance, followed by like the building shaking. Yeah. So the agent runs out. It's revealed that it's Adam Driver. Oh, Adam Driver. Okay. I like Adam Driver. Uh, he rushes out of the DC field office. Uh, to see what's going on, and he sees smoke rising from a building like across the street a little bit. So he rushes over, um, and he's you know uh, he's looking around to see if he can help anyone. He's looking for anyone suspicious. I mean, he's a CIA agent. Yeah. Um, 
uh, and we're gonna say like as he's looking around the camera sort of pulls away and you see like it to, to sort of reveal a person standing on a rooftop looking down at the situation and like as he's like turning and looking right before he gets to like where this guy would be in his eyeline maybe he's like just in peripheral he apparates away okay the guy on the roof and adam just like i don't i didn't give him a name uh, adam just looks at the roof like was there somebody standing there yeah like, i swear i just saw okay and so then we will cut to like uh the epic hbo opening you know like game, the game of thrones style like yeah crazy ridiculous 3d animated opening thing yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, so then it goes back to the office. Um, Adam's looking through the like CCTV in the area um, to see if he can see anything from the bombing. Mm-hmm. And to his surprise, he sees a glimpse of the bomber. Uh, he sees a glimpse of, the, of, his, of his face in a reflection, and it's Kit Harrington. Oh! Okay. Um, he quickly finds a footage from the pre like so like like he sees his face and then he's sort of like stunned for a second and then like you know because anytime like there's like a a cop show and they're like onto something they don't ever vocalize it they just like start doing shit yeah so he's like frozen for a second and then he just starts frantically like searching for footage from the other bombings and it takes him a second but he finds um he finds one of the footage uh from the uk one of the uk bombings uh one in particular because uh, the bomber looked at a camera before walking into the building. Okay. And he finds it, and it's it's Kit Harrington. Okay. So he takes it to his boss, who is Lawrence Fishburne. Um, and uh, he's intrigued by this. Uh, he gives him the case and tells him to find a connection. He he's like his guess is is twins. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I wonder if this is like a, a family vendetta against something, or maybe it's just a coincidence that there's two twins and they just happen to be part of the same cause or whatever. Um, he's like, most of the bombings have been in London, so head to head to MI5 and meet up with our liaison there. Yeah. So cut to him walking into the MI5 building and he meets up with Simon Pegg because I like Simon Pegg and he's always wanted to be in something Harry Potter related. Obviously, he's in the latest game. Yeah. But on camera, Simon Pegg. Uh, they go over everything each other knows. He lets them, uh, he lets Adam know that there's like, they just got a lead on a potential uh, UK and US target. So he calls his boss, okay. lets him know what's going on, and he goes to investigate the UK target. Mm-hmm. Um, as he's walking down the street to the area, he sees Kit Harrington yeah who like looks him dead in the eye and there's sort of like a a head tilt from kit harrington like a like a like huh you're that same guy and then he walks into the building and adam runs after him and then like the building explodes okay and so like adam's knocked back like you know like three feet or whatever from the blast and he sort of gets up and he's looking around then he sees kit harrington down the road and this time, Kit Harrington just looks at him, smiles, gives him a wink, and then apparates right in front of him. Just apparates away. So Adam's like, thinks he's kind of going crazy because he just, you know, just took a blast. 
gets up, runs down there, and he he like he turns like the the alleyway, and like as he does, another witch, a witch just apparates in front of him. He's freaked out, stumbles and falls down, and uh, actually no, sorry, that's that's the beginning of that when Ken Harrington apparates away, it's the end of the first episode. Sorry. So episode two picks up right there. Uh, so he runs down there. Uh, the witch uh, apparates in front of him, and it's Teresa Palmer is who I cast in this role. Who's that? Um, she was in um, I Am Number Four. She was in the zombie movie. Uh, what is it? Uh, was it Warm Bodies? Mm-hmm. The one where the zombie like falls in love and becomes oh, a real yeah, person. Yeah, that's Warm Bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I really like her as an actress, um, and I haven't seen her in a whole lot. So I cast her, um, he stumbles back and she's like, ah, shit, grabs him and apparates away with him. Okay. Um, and so like they, they end up on like a really high end, like rooftop, like a really, really up there. She starts pacing around, weighing her options, you know, like, do I apparate him? Like maybe he saw something. He kind of collects himself and pulls his gun out because he's a CIA agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she whips around just in time to disarm him and then stuns him. She rumbles through his clothes to figure out, you know, like, who's this guy? Why does he have a gun? Sees that he's a CIA agent and is like, okay. You know, uh, like, ah, an American muggle intelligence agent, like a bit far from home, huh? Uh, and then she's like, um, she explains like, essentially she's like uh, explaining the existence of magic to him. Like, yeah. I need you to calm down. Like, yes, you're stunned. Magic's a thing. I'm a witch. Yeah. But let's, let's like, get past that. Let's get past this. Uh, my protocol dictates that I should obliviate you. Um, and so to him, he's like, oh my God, she's gonna like obliterate me like she's gonna kill me and she's like it just means wipe your memory um and she explains like the statute of secrecy and how she could lose her job she could even be sent to azkaban for allowing him to keep his memories but you could be used to her case because she's working the same case yeah because the wizards obviously know that this is a wizard carrying out the attacks yeah they're smarter than that yeah um, I also need to squeeze in some kind of like exposition of like, I want to center this whole show around the idea that like the statute of secrecy has never been closer to being broken in okay. history than like right now. And like, to the point where like, even like Hermione as a minister is like, like weighing her options. Cause obviously the minister and the prime minister, the muggle prime minister have a relationship. They, they know each other. They know each other exists. Yeah. And there's there's been more conversations than ever between the two of like, I don't think we can maintain the secrecy anymore. Like eventually it's going to come Eventually out. it's just going to come out. The question is... And I believe that absolutely, like, even in the Harry Potter series, they're like, this is probably going to happen. This is probably going to happen at some point. Like, those movies and those books took place in the 1900s, which I yeah. hate saying so much. They took place in the late 90s. Um, yeah. 
God, I hate that. Um, it took place in the late 90s. Like It was like 98 when Harry Potter ends. Yeah. Um, like so when the Battle of Hogwarts happens, like 98. It's 97, I think, 97, 98. Yeah. Um, so cell phones weren't really a thing. No. Which is why a lot of people were like, well, why don't they just use, you know, like cell phones to talk to each other? Because texting a wasn't thing. a thing. Nope. Uh, the internet, cell phones weren't a thing. Internet no old internet. 2000, guys. Yeah. Like that was the whole Y2K. Um, yeah. So we're now at the point of like, we're, this is 2023. People have cell phones. And, and I totally believe that like, the wizarding community would adapt some form of technology, yes, especially the or community. So I, I'm also running with the idea that like the whole, the whole idea that like kids going to Hogwarts now don't have cell phones is absurd. Like the idea of like, so I think Hogwarts is probably like one of the only places that still uses owls for any kind of traditional news. I feel like, if there's any place that would like have terrible cell reception, it would probably be Hogwarts. Though. So like it, they have, but again, it's magic. They can probably just magic up cell reception. Probably. So, so but I, I'm, I'm saying I'm not getting the Hogwarts. nuances not, of like not, cell reception. No, we're, yeah. we're not doing that. Um, we're not going to have an argument over you can text at Hogwarts. Anyway, they use modern technology and yeah. that's also like the idea. So like, well, this is just where we'll get exposition from her to, to Adam she'll she'll unfreeze him and be like i'm gonna unfreeze you you need to chill Mm -hmm. and then explain the whole statute and all that stuff and how like they're worried that it's gonna it's gonna drop any day and they're trying to mitigate that fallout because it will it will be a disaster whenever 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 that news breaks it oh yeah it will be a shit show even if it came from them but yeah. like this terrorist, like the man, they're like the man, they're like, "Hey, wizards are real." Yeah. So this terrorist group, she explains, is a mixed bag of wizards, goblins, and muggles. Oh, okay. So like, they're they're utilizing what wizards want, which is other groups, hmm. and it's working for them. But they're also like. <laughs> They're exposing a lot. Yeah. Um, but like this group is essentially just trying to run a or start at least the way they the wizards see it is they're trying to start a like a criminal empire. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're trying to take it down and they're using these like suicide bombings as distractions to rob banks and stuff. Yeah. Because if all if all the authorities are focused on these explosions, then there's nobody caring about the banks and there's less eyes yeah um so we'll get all that um and then she explains that she is uh an or and she is working the same case essentially that he is and she thinks that between the two of them if they were together they can probably achieve a little bit more because she didn't know she didn't catch that it was the same guy like they didn't know that yeah but he did a muggle so she's like you're useful to me all right so for the next like six episodes again because i'm not writing eight episodes guys it's it's not happening Um, so for the next like six episodes they take down cells of mixed muggle wizard um goblin terrorists and you know we'll learn about the advancement of wizard kind their their acceptance of technology um you know uh again more about the statute being closer to breaking um 
and how, you know, this group is taking advantage of it because while most of the ores are focused on obliviating people, because like more and more like dumbass kids are flying their brooms around and like like it's it's a problem. Like real world issues are are causing this to be fractured. Yeah. Um this group is using that chaos to rob banks, R and D facilities, both muggle and wizard kind for weaponry and who knows what. The nickery. Yeah. Um, so uh I know it's cliche. They're gonna fall in love throughout this 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 season. No. They're gonna fall in love throughout this season. Because I just like the idea of wizards and muggles and like it's just great. I mean, hey, wizards and muggles have fallen in love before. There's half bloods yeah. out there all the time. Yeah. So um It'll probably culminate into like a big love scene, like moment in like episode six or something. Yeah. Um, like, oh my god, I love you so much! But yeah. you're Adam Driver, so once I kiss you, you're gonna fade away. You're gonna nothing. fade away into nothing. <laughs> ah. Sorry, wrong franchise. Wrong franchise. <laughs> so uh, we'll see interactions between um, our two main characters uh, with Harry, because he okay. is her boss. Yeah. Um, but because it's Harry. He's almost immediately understanding that she yeah. is working with him and can immediately. Like, like, it's one of those things where he doesn't have to be told. It. No, like, he, he doesn't just... have to be told. He probably clocks that they're into each other before they do. Like, before do, yeah. Because like, now that Harry's in like his final form, he's just yeah, ultimate. No, he just knows he just it all. Knows. Um, <laughs> they'll meet up with, uh, they'll meet up with Hermione. Um, Harry will call Ron and be like, hey, man, I, like, I need your help. I need all it's yeah. all hands on deck right now. You gotta do that thing where it's like, don't worry, I got my ace up my yeah, sleeve. Got, and then like at the end of the episode, like Ron runs in. Yeah, but pot bellied <laughs> AF. Oh yeah, dude. And yeah. bald. He, he let Balding. himself go. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're talking, we're talking... He, he's been running a joke shop for the last year yeah. and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and Hermione's like, Why why do you want Ron in this? Because they're married. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, We need all hands. And it's Ron. Yeah. And Ron, that's Ron my boy, up, yo. Yeah. That's my boy. Ron shows he up. tries to put on like the old aura suit, yeah. and it's just a little <laughs> it's tight. A little, it's a little too tight. It's a little too tight. Um, uh, we'll, we'll get a glimpse of Jenny. Um, you know, but she's not an aura. She's she, yeah. she she'll be there. She'll be there, like helping out in the office. Yeah, just like healing people and and you know like taking care of like refugees and stuff like that like she's doing like humanitarian so, stuff this is what they don't talk about a lot and i don't mean to side tangent right here but they don't talk about this a lot in the books and they actually don't mention it at all in the movies um hermione so it's brought up in pottermore and pottermore first came out hermione was the cleverest witch in harry's year Ginny was the most powerful yes yes she was so i think the idea of like Ginny doing humanitarian work essentially and like repairing the damaged buildings. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm and, here for it. And yeah. giving aid to people and then obliviating them. And you know, like, yeah. like she's on, she's on loan. Like she's just, you know, Hey guys. Uh, yeah. I'm here. Um, the kids are all with, you know, uh, grandpa Weasley's. I don't know. They're all, yeah, they're somewhere. I'm assuming they're still alive. I don't, I don't know. They'd be old. Um, yeah. So we we do all that. Um, I think at somewhere around like episode six, we get a meeting like Harry and uh, and Teresa um, and Hermione all apparate to the states. 
with Adam, mm-hmm. and they talked to Lawrence Fishburne and the uh, like American president of magic, which yeah. I didn't cast. Uh, I'm just now just gonna. It's Brian Cranston. Why not? Um, I love it, dude. Absolutely, Brian Cranston for everything. <laughs> um, and so they have like a very closed door meeting about how like like the existence of of wizards and like they like there's like we're not going to get like the whole explanation again like we'll just like sort of like we'll, cut, on we'll, it. we'll cut away to like like we like, need to tell you guys something and then like the door shuts <laughs> yeah and then you'll just see like adam and and teresa just like like talking about something and then yeah. and then they'll come out and be like okay you guys can come back in or whatever um and then like lawrence fishburne's just like woof like okay and yeah, pre- like, uh, you know, uh, all right um uh, and I think, um, uh, you know, Mr. President, uh, will just be like, this is, this is a lot. And like, yeah. I'll, I'll go talk to the wizarding president or not the wizarding president, the, the, the muggle president. Yeah. To, to what I was saying, there's, uh, sort of like a, a moment where Brian Cranston as the wizarding president is like, I'll go talk to president, blah, blah, blah. Um, and let him know that this we're we're going to be working together more than usual over this yeah. over this situation and for now the statute is like expanding a little so like they're like cooperating with some obviously muggle intelligence but like legitimately not just like just adam driver like it's like more and more people are starting to get aware yeah. um so we'll say their investigation over the six episode takes them all over the world. Um, like, uh, you know, they'll, they'll hit up Hawaii, they'll hit up China, they'll hit up Russia, they'll hit up Egypt, like yeah. hit up all the, all the hotspots. Um, yeah. And then, you know, from time to time we'll bounce around and we'll get hints of a larger plot, like subtle hints from Kit Harrington as we learn a little bit about him. Um, I didn't flesh him out a ton, Cause I don't, right. I don't want him to be the big bad. That's kind of be in like a later season. Um, he's just more of a lieutenant in the grand scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the whole season is going to culminate in like this epic fight uh, between Aurors, including Ron, um, and Muggles. So you got guns and wands in a in a big like old guns and wands, guns and guns wands. And wands. <laughs> Uh, and like a big, it's like Guns and Roses, but yes, not, <laughs> but not. Uh, it'll be in like a big old factory that they've sort of taken over in Pittsburgh. Um, oh, yeah, we're, okay. we're we're it's gonna it's Steel gonna city. yeah it's gonna eventually culminate back to the U.S. Um, Do we blow up the Three River Stadium? Or uh, no. sorry, uh, Heinz Field? <laughs> no, it's just a it's just a big old steel factory. Okay, essentially. Uh, that's not being used. Um, and they took it over and they're trying to turn it into like a base of operations. So there's, there's quite a bit of fighting, quite a few people die on both sides. Um, I'm going to say that Adam is actually going to get shot and like, like to the point of like, Oh, you're probably going to die. But Mm -hmm. like, instead of like the, like kiss of life fade away to death. Um, we're just because she's magic. She's just gonna heal him because she's magic. Um, yeah. And then, uh, 
uh, they'll they'll essentially arrest Kit Harrington, um, and like you know he'll do the typical bad guy thing of like as they're carrying away, um, he'll he'll like smile and get something off like you know like you have no idea what's coming like you're yeah. already too late, yeah. and like you'll never be ready, you'll never be ready, and then we'll end on a somewhat happy but not note of like obviously Adam Driver and Teresa Palmer are together. The show will end with like all parties agreeing to essentially keep the line of communication and cooperation open between like the muggle intelligence agencies and the wizard agencies for the Mm -hmm. time being. Um, And Harry is like, uh, I'll give you Teresa on loan to work the case with Adam. Yeah. And then, and uncovering whatever the ultimate goal is. And then I think there will be some kind of post-credit scene where it doesn't explain a lot. It doesn't really explain anything. We'll just sort of get like a camera pan and then a large like underground facility full of like crazy tech, but like crazy muggle tech that's being powered by magic. And then like a hooded figure standing above like, just all of it with like a bunch of people working and stuff. Yeah. And then that'll, that's where we'll cut it. And that'll be my, my first season of my horror show. Okay, dude. I like it. I'm here for it. It's a uh, pretty gritty. Um, but you know, if you're going to do a show about the horrors, I feel like, like it has to. to be a little bit. Yeah, like it, no. doesn't, it doesn't have to be, like... be all like bubbles and unicorns and yeah. we're all horrors. We're fighting bad guys. You know, yeah. like it, it yeah. It can be a little dark, but it also, like, that's why, like, I kind of threw the love story in there. It's like, I mean, I know that it's cliche and probably overdone, but at the same time, like, there can be some levity in the show. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Um, all right. Well, I guess it's my turn now, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's hear it. All right. So, um, there's a couple things. I did a bunch of research before I came together with my pitch, and there's a couple things. Like I said, the, the, what happened in canon is canon, right? Um, but in order for my pitch to work, I have to add something. So the whole thing is about adding. I'm not changing anything. Everybody is going to end up in the positions that they're supposed to be in. So in the books and in the movie, when well, the books, because the movies don't talk about it, when Scrimmager, I can't remember how to say that dude's name, uh, um, the, the 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 Minister of Magic before the uh, uh, Voldemort takes. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got nothing. Anyway. They uh, use the Empress Curse on Pius Thickenes to yes. become essentially he's the Minister of Magic, but he's just a figurehead. It's really um, Umbridge and Voldemort that are running the ministry at that point in time. Yeah. Um, so Kingsley Shacklebolt becomes a Prime Minister afterwards. And in that middle, um, because Pius Thickenes, once he gets rid of the Empress Curse, he steps down, and that's when Kingsley Shacklebolt takes over. In order for my pitch to work, that happens, but there's a special election. And there is an interim minister of magic during that time, just because I need Kingsley to still be the head orer for a little bit before he moves on to become the minister of magic. Because he's the head orer during the whole battle and everything like that. He's the head orer. Um, so I need him to stay. You're, you're muted, bud. Whoops. Uh, sorry. Does yours take place like in like the year 2000? No. It takes place about, well, I guess it takes place in 2018, based on like what you were okay. saying before. 
Okay. So, but I need, in order to establish credit for what I'm trying to set up later, I need there to be a, a brief period of time where there's just some douchey interim. I it doesn't you. matter who. I don't even. I didn't even give him a name. There's yeah. just an interim because I need Kingsley to be the head or when Harry gets brought in as an or. So everybody graduates at the end of uh, of, of Harry Potter seven. They all get honorary degrees. Everybody's happy except for Hermione. Harry immediately enlists in as becoming an or, and he works under Kingsley Shacklebolt until such time when Kingsley becomes uh, the, the Minister of Magic. Yes. So that's what happens. That's what I have to add. All right. So. We start off, and there's a cop. There's a cop scene there, right? Like there's a, this big crime scene, and there's Muggle police, and they're all hanging about. And one of the Muggle cops is like, "Hey, uh, I hear that there's some like bigwig coming from like like the feds or sending like a special investigator." And they're like, "Yeah, supposedly this is like pretty bad in there. It's weird. I've never seen anything like that before." Um, and the special investigator wipes up, and she introduces herself: a special investigator, Siobhan McDowell. And um, because I get to cast this, I cast Jenna Coleman. Uh, so she's all like, hey, I'm a special investigator, Siobhan McDowell. I'm here to check out the crime scene. And they're like, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't let us go in there. It's all like blocked off and whatnot. And she's like, I don't know. I, just, I have to go in there and look. And she walks in, and it's just a whole bunch of dead muggles, right? Mm-hmm. And, they, and the person's like, and the other inspector's like, I've never seen anything like this because I can't tell how they died they all just look like they're scared and terrified and that's how they died and she's like yeah i've seen this kind of stuff before um but uh you're not going to remember this and she just pulls out a wand and obliviates them because she's uh, she's an horror and it's just her and these two inspector dudes and she's like but you're not gonna remember this you're gonna remember something else happened because they were shot and she obliviates them and changes their memory so they're like oh there's there's a whole bunch of it's like a mass shooting or something like that so she's doing investigating stuff and she notices there's like a little little movement in the background. So then like she like goes to investigate. And there's like this chasing where she's chasing down this like cloak figure. Uh, and she's like going through like a parking lot and she has to go with like another building. And then they start like doing the apparition thing where they're sure. like dancing around midair. Cause that's cool when people like seeing that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they land on a roof and she was like, I hear this whole time. I thought you were just some lousy muggle uh, detective. And she's like, no, I'm an or and she pulls out her wand and you're going to come with me. And then they have a short whistling battle and she gets, she, she over, over overpowers him pretty easily. It's just a couple backs and forth. And then she picks him up and is like, all right, let's go. And then he, he whispers, uh, uh, his legacy still lives on. And she's like, what are you, what does that even mean? You crazy dark wizard person. His le- whose legacy lives on. And he's like, you know what I mean? And he's like, okay, whatever. And she slaps the wizard cuffs on him or whatever it is that they use. Sure. To, like, I'm sure they got people. wizard cuffs. Sure. Why not? They, they got, <laughs> sure, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? And anyway, like that's, that's the opening. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she does some sort of Naruto symbol or yeah. something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Whatever they do to catch people, yeah, I don't know. They don't talk about magic. it. Anymore. Who knows? Yeah, they don't, yeah, I'm sure it suppresses magic or something. So they can't yeah. just like slip out. So anyway, she was like, we're going back to HQ, you know, um, which is obviously the Ministry of Magic. Uh, so anyway, that's the opening scene, right? And then we cut away to, like, it's kind of like um, in uh, Hot Fuzz where they, like, they talk about, like, uh, Simon Pegg's character and they're opening his file and they're showing him do all this stuff and whatnot. Oh, sure. So anyway, they, they're showing this kid and he's a wonderkin, right? 
like he was the Hermione Granger of his year at Hogwarts because it's about it's 2018, so it's been about almost yeah. 20 years since then. Um, and he was he excelled at everything: potions, uh, defense against the dark arts, herbology, everything. And he got a special accommodation right out of Hogwarts because he created a counterspell to the Empress Curse. He's the only person that's ever done anything to counter a um, an unforgivable curse. So he has a counter to it. He he created he crafted a spell. I don't know how you do that. I don't, I don't know the idiosyncrasies. So, somebody had to. Yeah. Yes. Somebody has to, and I'm surprised that no one in anything has yet. Uh, they're just kind of like, yeah, you just get taken over, and we don't know how to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. So, move. <laughs> I don't know. But he's a wonderkin. Like he's just like aces on everything, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's also proved to be really powerful, and he wanted to become an aura. So, like, he gets top marks, uh, and then you, you, you hear the whole thing, and then, you know, it's his first day, and he, he walks up, and he's like, uh, somebody stops him, like, at the desk, and like, can I help you, sir? And he's like, oh, by the way, by the way, this character's name is, is Lionel Ashcroft. Ashcroft. And Ashcroft. Oh, Ashcroft. Not Ashcroft. Sorry. Ashcroft. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> uh, my name's Lionel Ashcroft. <laughs> it was a change. It used to be Bootycroft. Ashcroft. Ash Lionel Ashcroft. Sorry. And he's okay. played by Finn Wolfhart because I needed a young actor. Finn Wolfhart. He was he's um he's Mike in Stranger Things. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, the little lanky kid. I wanted a lanky kid, and I wanted a younger actor, and he's the only one I could think of. Sure. So he's, he's played by Finn Wolfhart. Um, and anyway, so like it's his first day of the job. Who's his partner? Siobhan. So he walks up to Siobhan, and like they have a scene because Siobhan, even though she's played by Jenna Coleman, I want her to be kind of like that rough aura that's she's seen some stuff. And she's seen some things and some I've stuff and some she stuff wouldn't recommend. <laughs> I've seen some things and some stuff and she doesn't recommend any of it. Sure, sure. <laughs> and there's this like new upstart, like Wonderkin, like I'm going to make my name right here. And she's just like that, like that gruff, like, oh, okay, we'll see, kid. But she doesn't yeah, talk like yeah, that. I used to be, I used to have like my eye too, kids. I used to be a contender. No. <laughs> Sorry, go on. But she's like that, but not exactly like that. Sure. She's just a little bit. She's the down to earth character, where like this kid's like the I can do anything kind of character. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, she's like, all right, well, here, read this case file, whatnot, and do this paperwork for me on this guy that I just caught last night. Who's the the dude that she caught over there from the for, from the beginning thing? And she's like, uh, the boss has called me in. I gotta go upstairs. Talk to the talk to the big guy in charge, who's Harry, yeah. obviously. So she walks in. And she's like, "What do you want, Chief?" <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say that. Just once, he doesn't call him that. I just wanted to, to, to do that just once. <laughs> the stereotypical cop thing. What do you want, Chief? <laughs> it didn't work because he thought it was funny. So <laughs> she doesn't call him that at all. Just say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was just for you. No, that was great. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. She goes, hello, Harry, or whatever she is. She calls him. I'm sure they might have a nickname. Uh, he's <laughs> like, Pots. Yeah. He's like, uh, well, I also mentioned 
there's some slight exposition before we get to this whole scene where Kingsley Shacklebolt has announced that he's retiring as Minister of Magic. He's like, I'm done. I've been doing it for 20 years now almost. I'm an old man. I just want to live life and be happy and retire and leave this all behind me kind of thing. It's like I was because I almost feel like Kingsley was kind of like almost forced into becoming Minister of Magic. So he was like, I know this is a position I never really wanted. And I feel like I did a lot of good. I worked with a lot of people and we've kind of like rebuilt, essentially had to rebuild British wizarding society from the ground up. Um, And he did that essentially. He's just like, it's time to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I'm retiring. So that starts another election. Because we know that they, we, this shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting too old. Everybody in this movie is just or show is just it's just it's just like, it's just lethal weapon. It's just lethal weapon. <laughs> it's stopped up, but it's lethal weapon now. <laughs> is that what you took inspiration from? No, okay. just, that just happened to be this way. <laughs> This is just the first episode. For man. context, Tim was like, at some point, you might get where I pulled context from. And I was like, was it, was it lethal weapon? It wasn't lethal weapon at all. What's up, Chief? <laughs> I'm retiring. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's all serious, right? So he's like, I'm retiring. as Mary Magic. It's time for me to enjoy the fruits of my labor. So that's our special election. Because we all know from um, Fantastic Beasts that the Wizarding Rule does hold elections yeah. to whoever it's going to be. So Hermione is running, obviously, because she is the one that's going to eventually end up winning. So it really kind of doesn't matter who her opponent is. I didn't even really get into it because it doesn't really have to do a whole, whole lot with my pitch. I thought about trying to do a little side story. It's but then I was Cho like, Chang. Sure, we can say it's Cho Chang. Because she I don't didn't care. get dumped on hard enough. Yeah, let's just keep dunking on her, right? <laughs> anyway, show, man. So the big rumor, the big deal with this whole thing is that Hermione is running to be the next Minister of Magic, and it's in the midst of her campaign. Obviously, Harry is very pro Hermione, um, but the 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 controversy surrounding it is that Hermione would, if elected, would be the first non wizarding born Minister oh, of sure. Magic. Like, because she has no wizarding blood, she would be the first non-wizarding blood minister of magic. So essentially, they're going to elect a muggle who ended up being a wizard as the minister of magic. Yeah. So, um, and there is a group of people that don't like that because sure. that that adds up. <laughs> there would be people that would not like the fact that um, there would be a muggle-born minister of magic, um, even if you try to destroy the Ministry of Magic like Baltimore did, you still wouldn't want the person to be in there. Their whole thing was, you know, like, purification of wizard blood and whatnot. Sure. Um, but anyway, so Kingsley Shacklebolt walks in because he's still the Ministry of Magic right now because there's the election going on. He's not just going to be like, I'm retiring today. <laughs> Peace. He does the Reagan thing Here's or the Nixon thing. Hour notice. <laughs> he does it. He does the Nixon thing and it gets on the helicopter and it flies away. <laughs> no, he's doing it the right way. He's going to retire. Shit. <laughs> he's going to retire the right way uh, and, and, and have a successor before he, yeah. he leaves. Um, so anyway, he walks in and he was like, Siobhan, Harry, get in here. Uh, close the doors, please. 
uh, he's like, I just want to let you know that I've received intelligence that there is going to be an assassination attempt on Hermione Granger. And because okay. she's run, she's running for Minister of Magic, people don't like that. You know, there's there's been some groups out there that have been really protesting this. Like they're they're not bless you if you're gonna sneeze. Um, they're they're not for this. And there's like, and I don't know who to trust. You, Harry, obviously were my successor as head or, and obviously are very close to Hermione. So I know that you're not gonna you're you're not you're not gonna do anything. You're obviously pro her. And she goes to Siobhan. And in, in this, in this, this, this is my story. Siobhan was a student in Harry's year, and she was a Ravenclaw. So, and she did some cool stuff during the Battle of Hogwarts. She's a made-up character, so I can just shoot her in whenever I want. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I'm going to put her at. She kind of came up the same year as Harry. Um, she had to do a little bit more work to get into the Aurors because, you know, Harry, it's Harry Potter, and He's the boy who lives. Yeah. So they're just like, you want to be an order? Cool. You can pretty much do whatever you want because you're awesome. <laughs> uh, and you, you you saved all of like the wizarding world pretty much. Definitely the British wizarding world, yeah. but maybe the whole wizarding Probably world whole if you want to look yeah. at it. So, you know, hey, you can do whatever you want, man. Like, do you want, here's a key to your Mercedes. I don't know what else to give you. <laughs> um, so, anyway. He's like, you, Harry trusts you, so, you know, I know you guys are good, but, you know, this, this these people here, who knows who, what, who of all they've infected with their slanderous lies and their maliciousness and whatnot. Um, so Siobhan's like, well, all right, I have this, this rookie down here. And he's like, do we know anything about with this attack? And he's like, we don't know very little. All we know is that it's called, the, the group is called the Dark Legacy. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, and we think that it might be some people out there trying to kill muggles, essentially, and do what Voldemort tried to do. Like, he's just trying to, like, get rid of the muggles and whatnot and keep the wizarding race pure. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, well, we have to stop that, obviously. So then Siobhan's like, okay, well, you know, I got a lot going on right now. Um but now that you bring up that dark legacy thing, some dude I arrested last night mentioned that his legacy continues. And that, I thought that was really odd. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go investigate that. Um, I'm like, okay, cool. And it's like, well, you have your new partner. So take him along with you. Right. And then for the first couple like episodes, it's kind of like this buddy cop thing between Siobhan and Lionel. We're like, you know, like he's a rookie so he's doing dumb things he's not used to like making mistakes because like i said he was a wonderkin in 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 hogwarts and it's just siobhan being like i'm too old for this shit no i'm scared <laughs> it's just siobhan being like yeah you're a rookie just because you're smart just because you're book smart doesn't mean you're street smart or whatever sure. you know what i mean um <clears throat> so the first thing they do is they like they go and investigate this one dude and he's just like oh you know i was they find out he was supposed to go to like some meeting or something um, I said, I don't have it all written out. These are just major story bits I'm hitting on right here. So they go and like they try to go to this undercover meeting, um, and it, for this piece called the Dark Legacy. And it turns out that the leader of this group of the Dark Legacy is Nikolai Kloster Waldo. You know who that is? I think so. He's Jamie Lannister. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Sure. I mean, I just wanted some like white, evil douchebag looking like dude, and he kind of fit the bill. So anyway, he's leading this whole thing. And essentially, he's talking about, like, you know, essentially, it's Voldemort stuff all over again. You know, like, the strength of the wizarding blood and 
how dare yeah, the, the wizard Hitler. Yeah. How dare like the wizarding community even think about like um, trying to elect a muggle-born leader as Hermione Grain, like in Hermione and whatnot. Now, like we need to put a stop to this. We need to do something. Um, and like a battle ensues, and they're like they're chasing him down. And essentially, like it, it's just the, the growing relationship between Siobhan and Lionel while they're trying to track down and potentially stop this whole assassination attempt with with Hermione. So. They go to like there's one scene probably like around episode because I also do like a like an eight or ten episode arc so probably like around episode six or seven so not a twenty four episode arc <laughs> there you go that was my that was that, that was my inspiration I, for I this I don't know if you noticed I started like squinting real hard when you started <laughs> going down the assassination route I was like is this is this my are you doing it's season one of twenty four like is this President Palmer right now is this the President <laughs> yeah. Palmer arc right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep okay. it totally is. Okay. But hey, this is what I wanted, and I think it's a good story arc, and it made sense. No, yeah, so. I'm here for it. So anyway, they, like she's giving this big empowered speech at this one thing, and then uh, in the shadows, unbeknownst to Lionel, um, Siobhan gets the Empress curse put on her, and she gets the direction Empress to assassinate. Or, oh, Imperious, sorry. Imperious curse, sorry. The Imperious curse put upon her, and she gets the directive to... Uh, kill Hermione and like there's a whole scene where like she's trying to like get around things to try to get closer to like assassinate Hermione and Lionel's kind of like keeping an eye on her like what is she doing like she's being really weird and like very sneakative and like you know like she was always really kind of like rude to him kind of thing but like he never really like it was never it's like it's like an extra kind of like weird right right so she's following her and right when she pulls out her wand and starts pointing it at Hermione, he uses whatever counterspell he knows to stop the Empress Curse. Because I wanted that to play off in some way. Like, you know, if you're going to put that out there, it has to have a payoff yeah. for it. So he, he uses it to kind of save the day. And then he has to, like, you know, um, Siobhan gets, like, detained and whatnot. And he has to go and, like, have her back and whatnot and free her and be like, no, 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 no. She was under the Empress Curse. There's somebody here from the Dark Legacy because I stopped the Empress Curse from happening. Like, I did my my charm thing to, to break the Empress curse before she could kill Hermione. And then like they, they continue following like the, the little breadcrumbs to like the big battle where like, they're like fighting it out on like the dock somewhere. I don't know where, sure. just like a, the, there's a big dock fact. Like they, they, they broke up the whole thing as they're, they're fighting and Harry shows up to like back up Siobhan and Lionel and they have this big draw thing. And <clears throat> um, Lionel gets a, uh, he doesn't use a killing curse, but whatever, like, the... He uses, like, you know, Descendo or something, whatnot, and he gets flown back and gets, like, stabbed through the chest or something like that. He gets a fatal wound. Yeah. He gets a fatal wound, but he doesn't die or anything like that, right? Not immediately, anyway. So, like, they clear out the battle and whatnot. I don't mean... I don't mean... Um, Lionel does. I mean, he does it to Jamie Lannister's character. I don't know. Oh, I didn't okay. name him. Okay. okay. I didn't name him. I didn't name him. Um, And... uh. So anyway, Jamie Lannister gets like he gets like he's like impaled on something. He's slowly dying, and he just says like, "You you think you cut off the head of the snake, but actually you just cut off the tail." And then he does the very uh, "I'm dead now" thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everybody yeah. dies in my stories, by the way. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead now. <laughs> the, the very school. <laughs> the very terrible. Yes. Uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm dead now. <laughs> I'm dead now. 
I'm out of line, so I I'm guess I'm dead I'm now. Dead. <laughs> Don't look at me, I'm dead now. Anyway, so Some they're cleaning up. Dead. Yeah. Uh, they're cleaning up, and they go back to the Ministry of Magic, and Harry's like, he's talking to Lionel, and he's like, hey, you did really good work out there, and you, you protected a really dear friend of mine. I really appreciate all your hard work. I think you're going to be one of my one of my go-to people going forward or whatever some 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 sentimental crap sure, at this point sure, sure. cuz you you've grown with Lionel now and he's not that much of a like <clears throat> snotty nose brat yeah. or anything like that. So anyway, he's like, "Okay, well, I'm going to go catch up with Siobhan, see what's going on." And he's walking through looking for her, and he can't find her anywhere and he goes and like opens up a room and she's dead on the floor. Somebody used the Avocadabra curse on her. And the whole plot of the second season is who done it and who's the real big boss of the Dark Legacy because they're still around and they're still a threat to Hermione, even though like at the end we, we do the whole thing where like they're like they're the new things like Hermione Granger is probably gonna win the presidential yeah. election kind of thing. You know, like the whole <laughs> yeah. thing, that whole thing. Um and that's kind of sets up season two where like they, they go off and it's Lionel on his own now. Yeah. Now he's the rugged cop that's seen some stuff and some things <laughs> and would recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> and he says damn it a lot said, for some reason. For some reason. I don't know why he picked up that word. He just says also, damn it a lot. Mention, he also has a daughter named Kim? He has like a side bag now for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he evolved <laughs> from Finn Wolfhard to Kiefer Sutherland. I don't know how it works. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. He had a lot happen in, in the in-betweens. <laughs> but that's my pitch for the horror movie Look, man, listen i know I'm that sounds silly no i know that sounds silly but like it legitimately works i know i laughed a lot we made a lot of jokes but if you really think about it it could yeah. work no i think that's really good i actually really like the idea that she dies mm -hmm. um well i wanted to i wanted to have like that emotional death that terry has at yeah. the end of season one of 24 but yeah. i was like there, there's too much of an age difference for there to be the love interest thing. Yeah. So I wanted them well, yeah, to get really close like as friends, 40. like a mentor. Yeah. Like she's like a mentor to him. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think, yeah, like they, Harry and. They're like their mid thirties at this point. Well, they would be, it would be late thirties, early forties. Yeah. So like, um, that's what I figured Jared Coleman would be, by the way, every like Harry, Ron, Hermione, they're all the same actors. I got the, I got oh, yeah, Daniel yeah, Radcliffe, yeah, Emma Watson. They're same. all coming back. Same. But, they uh, only have brief roles. Like you only see Hermione yeah. in the like the one scene, and you Harry's only in there like at the beginning in the final fight. Mine. Like Harry, Harry is in mine like maybe twice. Hermione's in it once, and Ron's in it once. Yeah, same. Like you see Ron in the background. Like yeah. that's my baby. Like she's I, doing good things. <laughs> I, I thought about throwing, um, like I don't know. At some point, like maybe someone gets poisoned, and they're like, "Ah, we got to go." talk to the, the best plant guy we know and then give me an excuse, yeah. give me an excuse to go to hogwarts talk to neville yeah i thought about that too but i wanted to leave it separated from hogwarts yeah. this first season if you could do that in season two yeah, or three season two. or whatever you want to do you know but um i wanted to establish new characters yeah which is what which is why i was trying to do with yeah, lionel same. and a dark legacy and all that stuff nice so yeah that's my pitch for the harry potter Wars show it's essentially season one is <laughs> Oh man! All right, well, guys. Um, Which one did you like more? Did you like more? Let us know. Uh, let us know either. In you the can comments. watch mine right now if you watch season one. If you watch season one or twenty four, <laughs> you can see Tim's right now. Um, 
no uh let us know uh leave a review leave us five stars if you think we earned it um or leave us five stars if you don't i don't care just leave us five stars um uh like subscribe comment join if, you're discord. Watching, if you're watching on youtube join the discord i'm sure there's a link somewhere there should be a link somewhere if you're on youtube there'll be a link um yeah i can't link things to the the podcast if you're on watching this on I apple podcast or any of the podcatcher apps um but uh come hang out in our streams um i'm Cade Starkiller on twitch purple sunglasses and tim is purple sunglasses uh we stream somewhat regularly i, I tend to stream like three times a week i try um, to do at least two or three yeah so uh but join our discord more than anything there's some cool people there there's some really cool people um and there is a section for elevator pitch where you can uh leave suggestions for future pitches you can somebody left a suggestion that we're actually going to do we're going to do very soon um uh, there is also a section for elevator combos where you can let us know your idea if you had a if you have a pitch for an yeah. horror show if you, you think our pitches suck let us know you think you think you have a better one tom yeah <laughs> tom looking at you buddy <laughs> what you got hit what it, you got tom hit, hit us on the discord um <laughs> no but seriously let us know uh if you've got an idea if you think you would take one of our ideas and tweak it or if you have anything you want to add or if you have a full-on pitch yourself we would love to hear it um so i think that's everything say, it sounds like the elevator is fixed and you can get off of it now yeah. I uh, heard the ding. So, so heard the ding. Um, yeah. Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. So look, real talk. This is why. This is why we talk because you did twenty four. <laughs> did did so when you when you pitch and you were like, I thought about in the twenty four o'clock cruise up. I was like, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> my guy. We're sharing a brain cell. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a few of them, but my guy. Yeah. <laughs>